Yo, I just got a little hustle, got a little work, couple little jobs for the eyes, a little dirt, couple ends for my troubles, couple little perks, never took orders well, self-sufficient little jerk, lining up the sheep and preparing to sink my teeth in, the AKA's the wolf. What's good, y'all? This is the Wolf Words Podcast. My name is Taji Akeem, got Shantae in the building, my co-host, and Dre, guest co-host, back in the building for another week. Back in the building. Yup, yup, yup. Y'all here is talking about that, um... Group chat that we have on WhatsApp, me and my homies and stuff. You know, every now and then we share things in the group that we come across during the week. And Keezy, who y'all know, who's one of the co-hosts of the show, uh, put a meme in there uh, this week that said, um, what did it say? Shantae knows it better than me. All right. So it says, when Tyrese had a mental breakdown online in regards to not seeing his daughter in two years, people laughed at him and he became a meme. When Kanye West had a mental breakdown on TV, people called him crazy and he too became a meme. The world watched Will Smith listen to his wife tell him live that he had an affair. People laughed at Will. He, too, became a meme. Yet, folks wonder why men don't open up about their mental health. Yeah, so that was shared in a group. And we didn't, we didn't go in depth about it, but this is something that I feel is important to talk about. The mental health issue is becoming, it's starting to get more of a center stage in, in social conversations uh, these days. In this country, I'm not sure how it goes in other countries, but in, in America, it's starting to be something that's taking center, center stage. But I do feel like in certain communities, it's still not addressed enough, and also, especially when it comes to men. It seems like mm-hmm. women are the ones who kind of like focus on a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think it's encouraging that it's spoken about a little bit more, like memes like that exist. Um, right. But it, it's still something that's swept under the rug. Similarly to how, like, the the plight of the homosexual or the LGBTQ community is something that's taking center stage, but in certain communities, it's still something that is swept under the rug or something that people are scared to address, mm-hmm. or certain groups like that are still treated in a way that is unfair. In particular, I'm talking about the black community when it comes to LGBTQ, and also it might be something that you know may be less focused on in the black community when it comes to mental health with men. Right. I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure how it's a, how much is focused on in the white community. It's probably with men across the board. It's less addressed than with with women. Mm-hmm. But I do know, like, speaking to the community that I'm more familiar with, is something that is not addressed as uh, openly as it should be. I feel, and it may be a lot of reasons for that. So, um, I guess that's what we're gonna talk about today. What, what's y'all thoughts on that? I think just as black people or black men, we have a almost like a predisposition of PS- PTSD just coming from the environments that we come from. So like a, like a 10-year-old me shouldn't be seeing drive-by shootings on a 10-speed, mm-hmm. shouldn't be seeing people's head get blown off and the blood splatter on them like this a movie. Like I actually seen this, but then I normalized like it. Like in real life, you're saying. In real life. <laughs> like this is not a movie. Like I really, uh, this is in my experience. Dudes get stuffed in trash cans. <laughs> yes. See, I, you, you know the story, right? So traumatized. Tra- traumatized. You telling me the story was traumatized. Right. But to me, as a 10-year-old, 11-year-old uh, being raised in North Philly, that became normal. Yeah. So I remember one time we were, you know, like the big thing watching the Cosby Show Thursday nights, 8 o'clock. We watched the Cosby Show. Pap, 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 all those gunshots. We turn the TV now. Oh, the car, all right, everybody good. Turn the TV back on. And we right, right, and right, that's right, just like normal. Right. But I shouldn't I shouldn't have to have normalized that as a young person. Right. And I think that just starting off with that has a lot to do with just our <laughs> mental health and our mental health stability. And I remember Shantae, you had asked me, uh, last time I was here we was talking about I think I was telling you how like my father, my mom, and my grandmom died like within like a fourteen right. month uh time span. And you asked me, Did I go to therapy? 
And I was like, no, but I, but it wasn't like, no, like, I think that's weak or whatever. I didn't even think about mm. Like, I wasn't even like an it option. Like, a thought that a came thought, like, it. oh, I should go through. Like, it wasn't, wasn't even nothing. I just, you just deal with it and go on. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would come over here and talk to Taji's parents or whatever. They would help me a lot. I mean, that, that was a form of therapy. But, yeah, when it, when it comes to, like, professional. Yeah, but, but yeah. getting professional help and saying, I need to talk to somebody. I need to work this out, whatever. But right. just internally, I know I need to talk about it, but not seeking professional help. Let, yeah. let me ask you this since we since you talking right now since we, we on you mm-hmm. do you feel that professional therapy is something that should be uh something that men should seek out more often than they do or do you feel like any kind of therapy like just being open to people and being open with your feelings and stuff because again like the mean wasn't necessarily addressing professional therapy right right it was addressing being open about your openly mental. discussing that yeah, I think I've I think more to the latter of your point or your question, just being open about your feelings and getting it out. Right. Like you have to get it up and out. Right. Because I think sometimes people look at a, a psychiatrist or a psychologist and a lot of times, I mean, I, I don't know because I've, I've never studied it, but that could just be that person's opinion or whatever. But you may just need someone to talk to right, right. and just get it, just get it off your chest because you can't, you can't internalize that and harbor that because, because there are a lot of times, even now, if I'm going through something, I may not express it or talk about it, but I'll internalize it to right, where right, almost right. like I'm physically yeah. sick, sick. Yep. and I'm like, like, like my wife will know something's going on because my stomach right. will hurt. Right, mm. right. And I didn't eat nothing bad, and I didn't like. She'll know, like Drake. Well, come on, just talk to me because I know yeah, something's yeah, going. You on. gotta get out. The, you gotta get out the poison. Like, yeah. like that, that's a real thing. Like you can't internalize things. I, I'm a strong believer in getting stuff out. Yeah, getting stuff out of your system and not internalizing and not holding on to things and letting things fester because that can make you sick. It can build an illness inside of you because your mind is very powerful anyway. So like. You know, stress, as we know, can cause physical illness. Number one, yeah. 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 So that's that's a direct correlation, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. to physical illness. Yeah. So would you say that men, right, because that's what the focus is going to be on today, Mm -hmm. that men are not as, um, they don't freely divulge their insecurities, emotional stresses, and stuff like that? Not at all. And, And not only do I think they don't do that, I don't think a lot of people even care. Because they're the man and they're supposed to take on everything. Okay. And, and like so so now so all the stuff that I just talked about growing up, however I grew up, my mom passing, blah blah blah. Now I'm a husband and father, provider. Right, right, so now right, the, right. the stresses of having to maintain that right. and make sure bills is paid, blah 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 blah. I may not come out and say, damn, you know, I got this I just I got financial problems or whatever. I may not express it. Yeah. Or People may not care because they they got to say. Matter of fact, this is like maybe six, seven years ago. We was going through financial hardship where we had to move and everything. And it was people in my wife's family, not a lot of people, but some people, what Dre ain't doing, what Dre must have met. Like, what? <laughs> right, right, right. Like, you don't know what the hell I was right, going through. Right. Yeah, I hate you. Like, yep. how you going to, like, what are you talking about? Yep. But because I'm the man. And, and, you, and also because you're not putting this information out there. Right. I'm not, not telling everybody this is what's right. going on. They just think everything's hop, right. hunky dory. But, I'm, but it's not your business to know my business. Right. So, and you can chime in at any point, Shantae. But, like, I also feel there's another component to this when it comes to black men, right? Yes. Where black men are expected to kind of like be superheroes on a certain level, right? Mm-hmm. And that's part of it is the men themselves who who kind of promote this idea of like hyper masculinity where anything that you do that shows some emotion, oh, that's gay, that's gay, that's gay, right? Anything you do that's like 
showing a love for another brother. That's gay. That's gay. That's gay. <laughs> right, right? right. You know stuff like that. Like a lot of it is, is perpetuated by the black men themselves. Mm-hmm. However, there's also an expectation from the outside world and black women and women in general, not even just black women, yes. where black men are supposed to be strong, great. You know everything. All the it's got to be all that stuff. All right? the time too. And you know we had a show when we were doing Underground Railroad, which was the show we were doing before I, mm-hmm. I rebranded. Um, where we talked about, we asked women, like, what would you expect your man to do? Like, if, if he got beat up in a fight, like, how would you react? Mm-hmm. And most of the black women were like, uh, like, <laughs> I couldn't deal with no more, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but I know the white women don't necessarily look at their dudes the same way. They, you know, they look at them and they look, they respect their men differently than the black man. The yes. black man has to have that and be strong mm-hmm. and be able to win every fight and be a superhero, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, where you know, like, no, not all of them. Like some of the, some of the women were mature enough to say, you know, what I don't expect him to win every fight as long as he, you know, is, is has the mindset of being a protector or whatever the case may be. Right. But and some of them were actually angry. Like, well, if he picks the wrong fight, like, I, now I'm feeling some type of way because you put yourself at risk, especially if you got kids, that type of thing. But by and large, you know, society views the black man as like this strong. Yes powerful mm-hmm. man that has to be mm-hmm. you know the, the ruler of all things <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> in the bed fights everything right yes. and if we don't measure up to that we falling short yes so i think that also feeds into the uh the inability of a black man to admit when he has some weaknesses or deficiencies and stuff like the insecurities right. or emotional uh, uh, distresses or whatever the case may be. Right. Yeah. Right. Be- because he doesn't want to come across as weak or as less than. Right. And what I will say is, like, my wife does empathize with me, and she doesn't want to put more on me that she knows that I can. I mean, she she knows I can handle a lot, but she doesn't want to put that stress on me, which which I give her kudos to. But in the same token, women they'll never really know what it is to carry yes. that that yep. weight. Yep. Right. A woman, no matter what age, from 18 yep. to 58, they can move back with mom and people are like, oh, she's just trying to get on her feet. Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, if a man over a certain age moves yep. back with his mom and it might not even be financial, it might just be he just want to take care of his right. mom or the mom may be living with there, him. There's a stigma associated. But oh, what, what mama's boy? Or why, why are he not getting on his feet? It's always a stigma. It's, yes. it's always going to be that way. Yep. Yep. Um, and I have this converse because i do empathize with the woman's plight right yeah oh yeah it's um, single mom my mom single yeah they, mom, they, so they, they are kind of especially black women at the bottom of the totem pole when yeah. it comes to respect I, and, and, I, and things, i understand right? it but i do sometimes have to take a pause with them when mm-hmm. we're talking about this and say there's a there is a side of this where the black that you cannot relate to that the black man has to deal with yes where all those things you that you mentioned come into play mm-hmm. and we are all you have to have to understand the black man is the target of oppression like the the first target mm-hmm. right that that bullseye is put on is the black man mm-hmm. the black woman is like the byproduct of it yes it's like you cut off the head everything else will follow mm-hmm. so all of the most of the the designs of oppression is to is to stifle the black man so that's what we're up against yes there are women who are targeting police brutality and all this kind of stuff but the vast majority of them mm-hmm. Are the men? Yes. Right. There's a fear of the black man, mm-hmm. and that's what black men up is. I mean, you know, even if you look at it as far as like in the workplace, I know women. You know, their fighters they get paid less, respected less, and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. But at the same time, there's a fear of the black man that even getting in the door for a black man may, may be a hard thing because they're not going to take that 
all these things come into play like a black man has more pride and all this kind of stuff so mm-hmm. y'all might not look at it like it's a big deal but for us it is because if we take a lesser position than what we feel that's not respectable enough for us but then we worry about whether you're going to respect us the woman's going to respect us where yeah. the children are going to respect us yes. and all this kind of stuff comes into play mm-hmm. and all of this contributes to the burden that we carry in emotional stresses and all these things that build up over time you know what I mean? this is why a lot of black men go into selling drugs and stuff like this because like they they'd rather do that where they can make more money right and they gotta provide right and, t- and they gotta provide and they, the respect is the first and foremost so you see we got a car you see we got a house mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. women attract to that that's right. the first thing that they attract right. now after a while after they date the dude or whatever right. they start to fall apart now he has to deal with that right, right? because it's like you're not taking care of us you yeah. put your are my children <laughs> yeah, at risk, risk and all this yeah. kind of stuff yeah. there's so many so many pressures that women don't understand mm-hmm. that black men deal with and then you think even a lot of black men don't understand because we just we just born into this into this cycle and we just got to follow suit you know what i mean yeah and underneath it there's this there's this um mental these mental issues that come in uh mental what are we, what are we talking about mental health health issues <laughs> 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 these are mental health issues that come into play that we're not even aware exist right i think anytime that i think if you really want to see what's important in society look at the things that the powers that be take away or try to dumb down within certain communities one thing that i always think is so interesting is anytime you see like a white person do something like a white kid shoots up his class or any mass shooting what's the first thing that people talk about what was his mental health what was the state of his Very mental health? Yep. That's when they want to talk about it. However, when is mental health ever brought up never when brought it comes up. to black nope. people, when they talk about gang violence, mm-hmm. when they talk about any issues mm-hmm. when it comes to black people, mm-hmm. mental health isn't even brought up. So we have it on this macro scale of society. The country doesn't want us to have that awareness of mental health. And then you have it on the, the micro level within our own communities that it's still such a stigma around mental health and black men i think take that impact on more or it affects them sorry it affects black men more than black women yeah and, and that's all a part of what i'm talking about as far as like being the target what you think she head fell head. down the stairs shante has a um kind of incapable dog <laughs> in the house so she has to keep stepping out to take care of her uh the dog might be going through stuff <laughs> Mental health issues. You never know. You would never. You would never know. <laughs> right. She can't tell you. She can't tell you. Um, but yeah, that, that's all um, a part of what I'm talking about as far as the the oppression, right? The systematic oppression that black men deal with because these things don't get addressed and they kind of look looked over when it comes to the black community. If you really, if you're being real about it, black people are born into um, born into trauma because of our our histories and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So we we're just we're kind of molded just to accept traumatic experiences being normal Mm -hmm. and you and you have that's and and what i wanted to stress too is you have to check on like your strong friends right so like all all of your friends that you think yes nothing affects them they can handle it or they'll be all right they're going through shit too yes Mm -hmm. and they may need to talk and they may not have nobody that they can talk to because they're always the one trying to check up on you yeah so check on check on the strong friends because like like you said Taj, we just as a people always had to carry this strength and always have to deal with it when nobody has no empathy yes and and here's the problem too with that dre and what i touched on in my opening uh statements or whatever there is also 
a problem among the brotherhood of black men when it comes to that. Yeah. There's an immaturity that comes along with <laughs> yes. it. Where like yes. if you open up about stuff in your circle of black friends, mm-hmm. now not all in all cases, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. that sometimes it tends to be this feeling promoted of you being soft or you weak mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Gay, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. That happens when you do this in groups of black men. But then when you in private with one of them. Oh, they bring it down. It's okay. Yeah, right? it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and that makes me wonder. Just when I when I see a lot of men's friendships, like for women, my friends and I, we talk about mental health all the time. We talk about issues that we have. We talk about insecurities, problems with our family, how they might have shown up. And I think that also contributes. With men, do you guys have that? No. Like, do no, you I mean, guys I'm not safe? again. I'm I'm not generalizing, but. I, I don't think men in general do that. Yeah. Right. For the reason why he just said, because some someone in the group will label you as, oh, you weak, or why you why are you crying, or what, you know what I mean? I mean for real, for real, the, the word is gay. You're That's gay. What, yeah. 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 Why, why, why are you acting gay? Right? But <clears throat> but on the side, they'll be vulnerable and, and, you know, let their emotions out, but to the group, they they want to seem like this ultra strong person, but everybody goes yeah. through shit. Ultra macho, yeah. Ultra macho stuff. That's see, that's not my version of being a man. Right, right. But people's idea of, like you said, being ultra masculinity, ultra masculine, not never crying and all that kind of stuff. Like that's yeah, because not right. it's weak. It's weak to that's not be the, able that's to That's the weaker emotions. person, right? It's weak I to agree. not be able to face. You have to now, face. now there's lines like, of course you can't. Yeah, you can't be crying all the time, <laughs> boohooing to your wife every five seconds. But that's, but that's yeah. anybody, right? Like, that's, I wouldn't even have the patience right. for a woman who is right. doing that all right. the time. And it has to be some type of happy medium. Where there's a, you, has to be a heavy meeting. Yeah, where you are, you know, you okay. I this is my problem. Let me get through it. And then okay, this is really bothering me. Let me express myself. Yeah, you, you can't can, be one another. One, one can become addicted to <laughs> letting their emotions out. And if you're a man doing it, at some point, at some point, I do think it becomes violent that the woman yeah. decides to stop being a bitch. Right, right, right. Well, so one thing when I'm thinking of the meme that we just read, one thing I noticed, like they're talking about celebrities, right? Mm. And I think that adds in another. Now, do we think that that's the case with all men in everyday life? Or like one of the examples was Therese when he was online. I'm not going to lie to you. When I see somebody online like crying, taking a picture of them, like Devon Franklin during him and and Megan Good's divorce, like Mm -hmm. he posted, took a picture of himself crying mid cry and posted it online talking about the hardships of divorce. Which I'm sure that was very difficult, but when I see something like that, it doesn't feel genuine. Right. So it is hard for me to attribute that to mental health. Uh, I do think that in 2022, it's becoming trendy. So I do think with some of these dudes, they just jump hopping on trend and trying to, and then social media just distorts everything, the genuineness of everything. And then what that does is, it's like the boy cry wolf. So if there's somebody that really needs help that's mm-hmm. doing that just as a cry out like look somebody just listen to me I'm going through mm-hmm. something but then there's the 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 98% of the other people that's doing it for the gram that 2% that really needs the help is not going to get the help right and it validates mm-hmm. the genu- the the real the, yeah. ones of the real situations right. like it's the Ben Simmons type phenomenon to a degree right like, he, didn't, he didn't go online and cry about it but right. he's claiming mental health right and it's like you're not claiming you're not and then people like tiptoe around it but it's getting to a point where people are like alright you're just being a bitch like this ain't right. a mental health issue right and and not, not in a way that he's saying mental yeah. health like yeah, something's no. wrong with Ben Simmons but yeah. not that <laughs> right. not that and that make that is something that really makes me upset 
especially because we're not there yet. And as a black man, how dare you take a real mm-hmm. issue that other black men like you? The only reason why people are even talking about this is because of Ben Simmons' status. If he was any other man, they wouldn't have right. given him that allowance for yep. mental no, health. No, right. But you're going to sit here and play it. use it. Right. He's exploiting. Right. He's using the mental, the mental health, health card. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Like that. I think that's so ugly. And it just it makes the cause so much harder for us to overcome in situations like that. Because now it becomes a laughing matter. Like I hear people laughing about it. So now they're going to cast that whole... Um, shadow of guilt or shadow of doubt over mental health and mental illness as a whole yeah and, and going back to what you were saying earlier Dre, about like how we have to get comfortable with not only talking about our mental health issues but we have to look out for each other right yeah uh we had a con- me and dre had a conversation recently where i was telling him about some stuff like that i had gone through my whole life and having you know borderline thoughts of suicide at some, some point now you know i'm saying it lightly because mm-hmm. like i i don't think i would ever get to the point of actually doing it but right. a lot of us have these fleeting thoughts sometimes like damn why am i why am i even alive like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff right with uh, thus, those of us who go through real issues right that well i'm not gonna saying real issues is hard to say but like issues that are hard enough to affect us on a deep level us personally on a deep deeper level right. um and where we have fleeting thoughts like that right? Right, right and i said it and jay was like wait 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 no you gotta let me know man <laughs> i'm like no it's not that serious but he was like adamant about like no if you if that crosses your mind like you let me know now but why that said, I still with him saying that it wasn't enough for me to let anybody know. But I appreciate the the motive and the sentiment on his part. You know what I'm saying? Now, why would you say it's not that serious after what you just told him? Because I know me, and I just know that it was just a fleeting thing. It's not not what. But I don't you do. think even a fleeting thought of that is something serious? Not for me. Right, but that's why I said to him, even if it's fleeting, talk to me, talk to anybody. And you got to get yeah. that out. And I feel like like, like when I say suicide, though, again, I don't want to be Ben Simmons. So when I say suicide, yeah, yeah, no, when I say I suicide, I don't mean like I'm actually thinking about taking pills. I'm saying no. saying like why am I here? Like what's the point of even being alive type of yeah. thing. And I get that, yeah. but on top of it, you said you were also talking about a lot of hardships and things right, that you right. went through, and I think that's a part like not to put you on the spot or come at you or anything, <laughs> but I also but. feel like that's a part of it is because as a man, you go through all that and it it, there, it is serious. If you, the problems in your life even make you think for a second why am i here that's serious it is serious yeah and i think men again this isn't to put the blame game on anybody because society hasn't allowed black men mm-hmm. that ability that mm-hmm. luxury in mm-hmm. a sense but stop dimming, dumbing it down like it's very serious it is serious it's very you know serious. all right so we're going to address it from a personal level sometimes i personally and I, and y'all can psychoanalyze this i feel like doing that for me takes away from me proceeding with other things in my life i don't want to stop and pause and dwell on i'm more of a get up the next morning shake it off move on type of person you understand what i'm saying that's just how i operate most effectively so i'm not i'm not a dweller yeah but i don't think you have to dwell and like i don't think those two mean the same thing i think it's possible to deal with something and to express it and to talk to somebody about it to even seek help for it and acknowledge and admit it within yourself and you can still wake up the next morning and it doesn't mean that you're dwelling on it yeah and and the reason why i was so adamant about no no you got to talk to me or say something because I never heard him even talk that way right, right, right. and 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 I know how strong he is anyway yeah deals with a whole bunch of stuff even just being in the music industry right. I tell him all the time I don't know how he still do it right but we've had talks of just 
hardship of just on the surface but for him to say that like i never heard him talk that way even even with a fleeting thought you know you know i think when it piles up is when and this is where i can see where you say what you're saying to a degree it's not to a point where i would need to see a therapist it's to a point where what we what we talking about where i need to get it out, get it out. right and not That's just it. that but hold i up, hold, up. hold up hold the thought okay <laughs> um where it starts to pile up and build up is when it's really exactly how we open this up where things start to pile up, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're not getting it out. Mm-hmm. And then after you know it, now I'm 35, now I'm 40, 45, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And there's this load on my shoulders. Literally, my shoulders hurt now. Like in pain. And it could have to do with all the stress and stuff that we talked about mm-hmm. earlier, right? Mm-hmm. It's not getting out. It's not being addressed. And on the flip side of it, there's people expecting things out of me, right? right? Mm-hmm. So, so it's like people heap their burdens and their issues on me and I deal with those while never dealing with my own. Right. Because I'm just used to getting up the next morning, mm-hmm. brushing it off and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And then I see what you're saying because before you know it, maybe the suicide thing could become real. Right, because you, you're so overwhelmed with everything. Right. Yeah. And and I like you, Taj, in this sense, I don't like to ask people for help. Right. Right? I, 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 I don't want to be a burden to nobody. I don't want to put my shit on anybody else. So in that sense, when it really comes down to something, I remember one time, I think in in – in that seven years ago story I was saying I was going through a lot of financial trouble I think just I was talking to Todd about just money in period like I mean I need to get you know however much money up or whatever and this man didn't even have a lot of money but he was like Dre I'm about to do this in stocks or something and if it, and if it go through I got you whatever and he didn't even have it really to give mm-hmm. but just the fact that he's even thought of me in that way like mm-hmm. Dre I got you if, if I have it if I got it you got it was more satisfying than a lot of people that I would consider a friend that I would just that would never give me a dime and yes. they got it yep. I got I got family members that got bow money that, that would not give me a penny I, 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 kind of, I co-sign on it a thousand percent like I talk about it when it comes to like my Patreon and stuff like that mm-hmm. for example right mm-hmm. and I be like yo like there's people who be close to me now I'm not I'm again I'm not the kind of person to go hold it against gotcha. somebody because yeah. they're, what they do is their prerogative I'm just yeah. not like that yeah, it's too yeah. much burden on me <laughs> to, to have resentment for somebody for not giving yeah. but Sometimes the gesture, gesture, the gesture goes a long way. Just a dollar, mm-hmm. if you really, if you my, my homie, mm-hmm. right? Just a gesture. That's, that's all. That's all. Like sometimes, sometimes just that little thing means a lot than a lot more than if somebody gave me a thousand dollars, a dollar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> just just to know that you give a damn. Yeah, that goes a long way. That means so much. And so within that same story my my brother-in-law who's not even really my brother-in-law it's my wife's best friend's husband who i consider my brother right <clears throat> and i i called him up and he he knows i don't ask for nobody for nothing and he said dre i know if you're asking me you really need it mm-hmm. well, what i got to cash up you what like no hesitation but you need people like that on you know on your in your corner that if something goes wrong, and it, and it doesn't have to be financial right, help, right, but just right. somebody to talk to, somebody that gives you either constructive criticism, some type of direction to go in, some type of wisdom. Mm. But don't sit there and and just not do nothing and complain and all that kind of stuff. That, yeah, and, and a lot, and also we gotta be careful to uh, self reflect too, right? Yeah. Because sometimes the people are not around for you it could be you. Yeah. <laughs> like it could be you, and we and we gotta be careful about t- that too. Like you know. W- on this show, we like to give solutions and everything. So I'm, I'm gonna just include this as a solution. Make sure you talk, crossing all your T's and dotting your eyes as a human being, and make make sure you you come and correct in your relationships with other people first and foremost, and being good to yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, don't look at other people and be like, why are they not there for me? If you're not opening up to people, right? Don't look at people and be you know and ask why are they not there for you if you're never there for nobody else, right? 
know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I think one thing you mentioned complain, but I would love to see us do away be- with the word complain because it's not if you're venting to somebody, it's not complaining. No, no, no. like no, no, no. I didn't. I meant the person that you are expressing, expressing yourself, yourself to, to. Okay. is 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 saying stuff about you. Okay. Like 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 you didn't do something and you didn't do anything okay. and you, and you did like 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 the example I made when my wife's some of my wife's family member was blaming me for mm-hmm. our struggles and why ain't Dre doing that? Why ain't Dre doing? Well, Dre was doing anything he, he fucking could. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. 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 But, but, but you would never know that. And we and we also too in, in connection with what I was saying we also should not expect and this is why I don't get on people if they don't give like a dollar or whatever right expect people to be there for you in ways beyond what is reasonable like and what I mean by that is I guess the definition of reasonable comes into play um it's subjective because people have lives right there's certain relationships you may have with people where you do know was that you real tight with them so you do know what they're dealing with stuff like that but there's other things where you don't know like you don't know maybe they forget stuff or whatever the case may be like you know like speaking for myself there's people who i know who i have connections with through music or whatever the case may be who understand me right Mm -hmm. so their expectations are tempered because they understand what my life is right whereas if they you know somebody else if it's their brother or sister who they see every day they might not have those same expectations right yeah so whatever i can give them may seem minimal but they understand for them it's like though this is a lot for him because mm-hmm. he's taking time out of this or he's doing mm-hmm. that or whatever the case mm-hmm. but being there grateful for whereas if it's their person who they live in their, in their house with they're going to expect more out of them because yes. they understand their situation mm-hmm. uh so we can't we got to be careful not to expect too much of people at the same time but another thing i want to say is Opening up to people becomes a responsibility to yourself as far as maintaining relationships as well, right? You can't expect people to understand what you're going through. And this is where I understand what, what Shante was saying to a degree in you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't tell them. You can't expect people to have sympathy for you <laughs> if you never if you're the type of person I you know, I don't I keep my business. Some people take pride in that. Like yeah. I don't tell nobody, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's not okay, yeah. well you 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 know, you take it all on your own shoulders, yeah. but don't expect anybody to understand what yeah. you're dealing with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're not going to have those people there for you, and you got to expect it. Yeah, we, but times we we had a conversation. I forget about what it was, but it was something along the lines where where I never told you something about. I right, think it was my ex right, or something. Right, right. Yep. And you was like, "Well, w- yeah, exactly. Why yep. do you keep taking this example. girl? Like, yep. <laughs> like why? Are you? And I was like, "No, because it was this." We're like, "Well, I never knew that." Dre. Right. Right. You never told me. <laughs> exactly. I, I never knew none of this. Yeah, it was a total mm-hmm. misunderstanding because you was like, "Why do you want, want to be the hater?" Yeah. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> like, right. I as far as I knew, she was the best thing ever. Like, right. 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 Perfect example. I think you do yourself a disservice. I know that it's something that's highly revered in our society. We're still not quite at that point. But being the strong one, the one that takes everything and doesn't open up, like you're truly doing yourself a disservice. Mm-hmm. And I had wanted to say earlier that I, when Taji told me about the conversation y'all had, I commend a friend like you. And that's what I told him. I said, I really love that Dre responded that way to you. Because like, please, men, please. Stop with the whole, oh, that's gay. Like, read the room. Yeah, Truly. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. like you pointed yeah. out, like, you'd never heard Taji speak that way. Right. Imagine, how would you feel if his response, oh, that's gay. That's how you feel? <laughs> that's gay. <laughs> you think about taking your life, that's weak. Right. Like, uh, it's crushing. Yeah. I mean, you could sit here and try to act like it, you wouldn't care, but I'm sure... Like that's not normal but, to me. But, I'll, but, I'll, be, I'll be bothered by it. Like, no, like because he's my homie, why would you say it? But... but 
because we we may have friends in our circle that may have said that he may have got used to hearing stuff like that and brushed it off like all right Drake whatever you know what yeah, I, mean? I mean yeah like it's kind of like when you started saying what you're saying about you should take it more seriously was my response my my immediate response oh I just I deal with it I get up every day and just go about my life yeah. like you know that's just how I've grown accustomed to to things from all the things I've told you and you that I've dealt with in my life like the music and stuff like that can't be understated like it's a stressful industry to be in and, and then be it you know getting older and stuff in the game and just seeing how it's, that beats you down over time and then you before you know it you haven't set up nothing for yourself because you ded- dedicated so much to your people and so much to your music and nothing was seems like it was given back it feels that way mm-hmm. that's a burden to carry to a lot of people people in general carry personal burdens related to their personal plights that oftentimes other people can't relate to unless they detail it for them. Yes. Right? Unless they lay it out for them. Then you be like, oh, damn. Like, mm-hmm. that's what it's like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not looking at it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I never try to judge anybody else's pain. Right. People be like, this person got all this money. Why would they commit suicide? <laughs> right. you, don't you don't know what that person... You don't know what they Yeah, they only know having money. That's all they know. So, so something that may seem minimal to you because you're not used to having money may be a big thing to them. Like, if you... you it's easy for you to say as a poor person, if I come into... You know, fifty million dollars. I wouldn't have no problems. Yeah, right. I wouldn't have no worries. Yeah, because you lived this way until you were 40, 50 years old. That's all you need right now in your life. Right. But this person is born into it. Their family issues. Their you know yep. whatever the case may be. A relationship. Anything, yeah, anything can make them ready to jump off a bridge because they not. This is this is pain to them. It's yes. only it's only relative to and, their personal experience. And the pressure gets so big. The pressure busts pipes, and you right. And, and, and the do. only way you can detail that for somebody is explaining how your pain feels. Yes. Yes. You you know for somebody who does Shantae I'm talking to know somebody who she she knows as a person who deals with depression it's not something you can control necessarily mm-hmm. it's a pain that you feel that makes you have thoughts that can deplete you to a point where you destroy your life right and what I I have this conversation with my wife all the time because she's the strong friend she's the friend that always looks out for everybody and many times that does not get reciprocated back mm. and a lot of times she's hurt by that and I try to tell her as as you know, as this may seem, but it's like you you almost have to meet people where they are. So if people show you who I tell people all the time, if people show you who they are, believe them the first time. Mm. So you, everybody's not going to be like you. Don't expect them to be like you. People, yeah. a lot of people don't see in you what they. A lot of people don't see in themselves what you see in them. So don't try to do that. And and it may be like a negative attitude to have or whatever. But mm. I tell her don't just. If you're gonna do something, just do it. Don't expect nothing back from nobody, and just right, right, just right. go ahead. But, yes. Because I hate people that want to do something for me, yeah, for yeah, some type of worst. ulterior that motive. The they want to tell yes. somebody, "Oh yeah, I did this for Dre." Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Don't, I don't genuine. even want it. I don't want it. Yep. I don't want it. I don't want a yep. red cent from you if you yep. want to yeah. do it because you want to tell somebody that you did it. I, I don't want, want no ulterior motives. Nothing. Feel like you did. Charity. Yeah. Don't don't do that. I think the other thing too is, I do say that there's a lot to be said about somebody who. Let me rephrase what I'm, let me gather my thoughts and rephrase that. One lesson that I really learned last year, because I feel like that's kind of my role as well, is I was always a friend who didn't tell anybody what I was going mm-hmm. through, kept a lot of things quiet, but I was always showing up for everybody else. Right. I think that also is a sign of 
not quite healthy practice towards yourself mm-hmm. and not healthy mental health yep. because you have to put yourself first. You have to put yourself first. And sometimes putting yourself first means that you don't have the time. I've gotten to a point where I'll tell people mentally, I don't have the time for your problems. I won't join the jo- the group chat. Before, I would try to be there even if I was feeling depleted because the fact of the matter is, it does, you're right in that there are people who want to boast about that. Mm-hmm. But I think for most people, it's not even anything that they're trying to do. They're not trying to be absent for your struggles. We all got our own shit. Oh, shit. And a lot of people have a lot of problems that they haven't even resolved within themselves. So how could you, how could I help you if I got all these problems and you got all these problems and we can't even face the problems that we both have individually? Like, sometimes you need to focus on yourself and if that feels selfish, I think society has tried to make us feel like that's selfish. It's survival. Yo, I tell, I tell, in, in that same conversation, I tell my wife, sometimes you have to be selfish. Not not in some type of negative way, but yeah. you got to look out for you. Just like I tell people, uh, first, rule of, first rule of survival is self-preservation. Yeah. Yep. You have to look out for for yourself. In, in the airplane, they tell you to put on oxygen mask first so you can help yep. somebody else. You got to. If yeah. you did, you can't put the mask on somebody else. Yeah, it, it, we got to be careful, though, too. At the same time, I try to look at the full picture and also say... That in this world now, there's a lean for most of the generations coming up now to be selfish, right? So, so we, I just want to say, yeah, be careful with yeah, the term yeah, selfish yeah. because, like, like a lot, a lot of them think that way, and um, you know, it's it's all about glamorizing themselves. It's all right. about mm. IDGAF mentalities yeah, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, when I say selfish, just, right. just yeah. looking out for yourself, not in, right. this, in the and you, actual... Self-love. And you know, yeah, maybe that's... Because I do think selfish isn't the right word because the, even that puts a bad stigma yeah. about it because there's nothing selfish about putting yourself first. Right. What's that saying that like the older people used to say all the time? You can't pour from an empty cup. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so self-love. Like, learn self-love. self-love and, yeah. and even if we, if we uh, zoom out of that, to a degree and you know we had a conversation last week about Malcolm X right his whole thing was knowledge of self and teach black people mm-hmm. to love themselves right because mm-hmm. it, it, it plays into that also on a grander scale like black people we talked about how we born into trauma you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and we gotta learn to love ourselves before we can treat each other right Right. before before we can respect each other and, and learn to support each other and all that kind of stuff we gotta love ourselves first mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah. and, and that's directly tied to it on an individual level right. you know what I mean and, and that's why on you a, should on a personal not. level that's why you shouldn't diminish your struggles. Mm-hmm. This world already diminishes, especially for black people. It diminishes everything we go through our entire history. Don't diminish your struggles yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, don't add to their agenda. So, as a man, if you're going through something, it's okay to be like, you're right, this is serious. And thank you for listening. I'm trying to look away. She's still looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> because I've been trying to Dre, talk she's, to Dre, she's still looking <laughs> I am and I will <laughs> I mean Taji and I talk a lot and he's I mean I don't have a whole lot of man friends so he's definitely one of my best man friends and obviously it's hard not to bring up experience and whatnot. thing is I've been alive 45 years and it ain't but so much of that I'm going to change you know my motto is high standards low expectations I don't expect much out of people. I'm not talking about people. You need to expect more out of yourself. I expect much out of myself, though. But then that that goes. <laughs> I expect no. much out of myself. <laughs> Let me move <laughs> But I that go, of, but that goes along with feeling like it's okay and not minimizing what you feel and how you, what you go through. 
You're not expecting much from yourself if you're going to minimize your experience. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. I don't, do I minimize it? I guess I do too. You just we could roll but, the tape back. But you, I think what you do, Taj, is you compartmentalize a lot of things right so you right, put things right. in boxes okay yep. this is not yep. well, i'm gonna just deal with that whatever yeah, yeah. but if it gets to a point where those boxes become too too many boxes yeah because you know what like the thing is that i think i started identifying it through this like inability to sleep this twisting and turning and mm-hmm. thoughts at night mm-hmm. during the day i'm busy i'm doing yeah. i'm doing i'm not thinking mm-hmm. about it right distraction You're distracted. yeah and then shit it might be considering to all my body pains and all that kind yeah, of stuff sure I, you know I'm I'm not what I would consider happy, but I I live my life as if I'm content. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, you know, I'm saying this as an example to everybody. Like, are you really happy? Like, all the stuff we you know we doing the show these these type of type of shows that so hopefully y'all learn stuff from it. You know what I'm saying? Be be should I'm being open publicly right now on this show? Right. right? Um, ain't nothing wrong with that. No. Nothing wrong at all. Like, I'm not going to get off. I'm not going to, you know, si- sign off for this show and be like, damn, why did I say that and feel mm-hmm. DJ? You know, you feel a relief yeah. letting stuff out Getting and out. talking to people about Getting it. it like, what can somebody do to you if you accept your own issues, if you accept your own insecurities or whatever? What can anybody else do to you? It's, 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 it's that famous scene in 8 Mile with Eminem and that, on the final battle, Eminem talks about himself mm-hmm. and then at the end right, says, right, you right, can't right, diss right, me. Right, I didn't right. set everything yep. up. There is to say about me. Yep. That's bad. Yep. What you going to do to me? All right. So, you know, and again, I think there's a trend in modern society, in this country at least, of the young, you know, this whole badass IDGEF mentality. And it's like, it's a facade. Like, y'all motherfuckers hurting. And y'all, that's and y'all, true. <laughs> but I want to I go back to what you just said, though, because that's I don't consider that compartmentalizing then. Because your body is, here's the thing. We might think that we're not addressing something in our minds and we're living our lives. Mm-hmm. What's that that book called? Your body tells the score or something. Your body keeps the score about how your body holds on to trauma. You might put mm-hmm. it in the back of your head, but your body did. Well, that's what I said. Though. So when you're up at night, yeah, and all that. Yeah. So you can't say you compartmentalize well. It's not you've pushed it so far back that now your body has no way to why express you, why it. Why are you trying to make me? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a little both. Like I do compartmentalize pretty well. Yeah, but in this situation, that's not what we're calling compartmentalizing. You're avoiding. And then no, it's showing I, up I in your body. Think, uh, look, there's many issues that I deal with. Like I don't think I avoid the music thing. I don't think I avoid it. I think I think I think what Todd is trying to say. He doesn't like most most people would just be woe is me and they just right, you right, know, right. Uh, wallow in whatever it is. I think he he yeah, yeah, yeah you know addresses it and be like oh that's kind of what a messed up whatever. But I still got to do this. I still got to do the podcast. Yeah, like because for me it's not it's not helping me get anything done to to be the former way that he described see you know now, what i'm saying like yeah and he, he's been this way so when he talks in that way all right you know this is going on but i got this to do but when he says something like well, i have fleeting thoughts of not being here that's that's a red flag to me because he's never said something like that yeah. so that's when i'm like no i don't care if it's fleeting or if it's a thought say something to somebody but to me that's a part of not like i ask Taji this all the time i'm like if you're tired rest Right. And he doesn't. So now, when he gets to a point where his pains are really, really bad, or he gets to a point where he's extremely tired, he will take the time to rest. But well, to me, but, that's but, a part but, of self-love and addressing something. Like, we but, keep bringing up, like, wallowing. Wallowing doesn't mean that you're addressing something in the way that it needs to be addressed. But do you think there's nothing to be gained by pushing through pain? We all push through pain every day. Okay. 
there is something to be gained with it but i think when again i think if you were just pushing through stuff and you were sleeping decently at night and you weren't having a lot of pains in your body then i might buy that a little more but the pains all that stuff to me add up to yeah you have existing factors that causes it but 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 also to me says you're not handling something in the way that's really showing yourself love and giving yourself the rest and the attention like it took you two years to go to a doctor about your arm i just hate going to doctors man <laughs> <laughs> but would you say would you say that i'm a person who like i'm not a see this this is the the weird phenomenon about how people see me mm-hmm. you said this before dre mm-hmm. i think or, or other people have mm-hmm. that i'm a private person but i'm not i say freely say stuff to oh no I've, I, no I've actually called you an overshare right but there's people who also and i think you know people who think i'm private because there's that phenomenon that i yeah. that i just deal with stuff and i yeah. which i do yeah. and this is like this yeah. kind of a com- compartmentalization to a degree yeah. where like would you wouldn't say i'm a person that bottles stuff up would you no i wouldn't say you right? bottle stuff up you talk about things we Freely. talk about things how but i talk about it in a way that i'm not affected by it which is i think what gives the gives the weird impression to people that i'm private sort of yeah, yeah. and you're you know very I mean? matter yeah. of fact when you talk about things that you it's not like you're sitting there weeping and crying and it seems like you're going through the gambit but when again, when I look at like your arm situation, you're getting surgery this week for it. That was this has been years in the making, and to me, I can't look at that and say that that's self love and giving yourself what you need, even on a mental, emotional, what not level. Like, do you get what I'm saying? It's the same when you talk about exercise. Like somebody who is not exercising, you're not taking the time to really give yourself what you need mentally. That's not real self love. Like, I think we look at self-love in a way that I know social media, we look at it as, oh, I go to the spa. That's self-love. Oh, I go to this. Self-love is eating well. Self-love yeah, but, uh, is when and, you're and tired, I'm not saying, taking I'm not a nap. saying you're wrong, but that's something that has to be learned. Like, that's not I'm not. I, that's not easy for me to do. It's just not, like I said, I'm 45 years old. Like, I, I'm just not, that's not the way I've been groomed and the way I've lived for 45 years. So, you know, that, that takes some teaching. It takes some help. All that stuff. And that's you know the plight saying? of this whole conversation yeah. we're talking about. That is the plight of the black man <clears throat> right, when it right. comes to mental health but, issues. So. But like like you're saying, we're groomed to, all right, di- just deal with it. Mm. You know, to a degree. And if, yeah, it, and if yeah, it gets yeah. so overwhelming, okay, maybe then I'll talk to somebody. But then it may, it may be too late. Yeah. But that's just our condition. Because we're the man and because we're looked at to do all these things expected to do all these things and expected to act in a certain way that it's not even him thinking oh if I say this I'm considered weak that's he's just programmed that way yeah, yeah. you know what the problem is too and we, we did touch on this there's probably people in the world right because I never carried that uh, like I never had that on my wore that on my sleeve mm-hmm. right who might hear me saying it's like what Tiny, man, you ain't going through sh- do shit <laughs> yes. and that's exactly yes. the problem yes. yeah. there's people who probably re- like, react like that to a lot of us mm-hmm. yep. uh, she ain't fine like you she ain't going through shit I had a conversation with you and you kind of said something to me like that like you said I, was, I used the word privilege and that's when I divulged the stuff to you Yeah, and you were like sure. oh kind yeah. of like yeah. yeah so it's like and that's that's part of now I'm not comparing you to those people I'm talking about a more extreme yeah. version yeah, like yeah, yeah. you but know people who just totally a- belittle yeah. yeah, what your plight may be. Right, you know what I'm saying. Right, I think that also goes to show the importance too, though, of having good, solid people by your side. Mm-hmm. Because you're right, the pressures of this world, especially as a black man, like it's 
it limits how we can express ourselves. I say express ourselves like I'm a black man. <laughs> it limits how you can express yourself. But if you got a friend like Dre, who when you're going through something, he's like, no, that's not serious. We need to really pinpoint this. And I'm here for you. If you have a friend like me who's letting you know, Taji, you need to take the time to show yourself self-love, at least in those little pockets of your life, even if you feel like you can't let that down because you got to work, you got to make money, you got to do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. At least you have these people that bring little pockets where you can be that way and you can get that off your chest. Yeah, I think it's good to have those types of friends. Like, um, And you also, like I said, owe it to yourself to be the kind of person that feels like you can yeah. let stuff out yeah. like um gene is another one like we talk about gene on the show sometimes but be gene he's another one who i he's that kind of person i can talk to about that stuff and he does the same you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. but he's somebody who's maturing and, and embraces his Mature, deficiencies enough, you know what right, i'm saying right <laughs> uh he's very open about that his shortcomings mm -hmm. and his deficiencies and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. uh so you know it helps to have somebody like that um, but I mean, it's a whole other conversation to get into, like, you know, as far as, uh, when you're dealing with, you know, like something, a depression, like a diagnosed depression mm -hmm. where you got to be careful, very careful at that point, what kind of people you're talking to, who you yes. expose the stuff to, yes. who, the kind of people you're surrounding yourself with, because oftentimes like misery loves company, people yes. can bring yes. you down and all yes. that kind of stuff. So, and, and I, I, I was just going to say, I know I'm not a man, but I am so protective over my people tell me that i'm a little too harsh because i will cut somebody off mm -hmm. very quickly because to me i deal with two mental illnesses and therefore my mind is already set by default to be destructive towards myself right my space the people i let in my life they can't have any negativity coming in and i think it's okay for people to do that family members whoever it is it don't matter if you have history with a friend y'all go back to preschool if People, you need to be your number one advocate. You need to be your number one friend. Yes. Damon, Damon G, who y'all know who's a co-host on a podcast, joined on Instagram Live, he said... <laughs> or like me telling you just push that shit down at least he knows <laughs> at least he's he knows we're talking about friend. him yeah. <laughs> he's a toxic man but, friend but to add on to your point Shate, I, I can't imagine what the kids go through now Insta with just the just phone mm. right so just being on instagram and there were bullies yes. when yep. we were in school i mean we never got bullied but there were bullies in school but cyber bullying and you thought put, putting a picture of your grandma i'm a grandma just died i don't yeah. care about that hoe she deserved to die what yes what and, I, and, and to that point, i've seen this and to oh that point God. dre and to that point we focusing on black stuff because this is what our community is. Yeah. I always say all the time, so and this is why we have white viewers and white mm -hmm. listeners and stuff. The black experience is the realest experience you're gonna get. Yes. Black American experience, you know, in particular, you know, is the realest experience you're gonna get because of our connection to the grassroots of what this country is and the grassroots of hate to say it, but the grassroots of like oppression. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. So so you learn a lot from from the black opinion mm -hmm. and the, the way the black eye sees mm -hmm. sees things mm -hmm. and that being said though that's a very important point you just made dre because the world that we live in is traumatizing to everyone not just black people because of yeah. the social media existence and, and all t these technologies yeah. and the way the world is constructed now everybody to some level is being oppressed yeah. this is the black experience is the realest most centralized form of it that you're going to get right. but everybody's dealing with this kind of stuff right right mm -hmm. so even white people going through this world dealing with trauma and don't realize it because you're pushing it down to go to work every day <laughs> yeah. to go home to your wife or yeah. deal with your girlfriend all this kind of stuff you're not you're not dealing with all of these issues that exist is affecting the way you think 
and you don't even realize it. Yep. And you wind up depressed because you're comparing yourself to people mm. and all that kind of stuff. And you don't even realize you're dealing with depression. Yeah. And it's people online, people that we know, Taj, that will post a picture next to a Lamborghini that's not even theirs. Yep. Yep. Lean up on it and, and then and then they'll post that and then their friend will feel, oh, I don't have a Lamborghini. I ain't nothing. Though. I, you know, yep. they feel like I live up to some standard that's not even real. Yep. That is so true. And that's why, again eliminate what if something is not serving a purpose for you if you find it's making you feel more conflicted and it's adding to your troubles and your sorrows cut it the fuck off yeah it takes some strength to do that what have you like cut it out i promise you when you realize how much more freeing life is when Mm -hmm. you don't give a fuck about what other people are saying what they're doing what's in trend and you just focus on yourself now to that point now i I've always been a chronic overthinker and a sensitive Pisces, right? Oh, Pisces. As, right. So, But <laughs> as I've gotten older, if, and everybody says, oh, you have so much patience. My patience lessens and lessens as I get older. Mm. And I get to yep. a point where all the people that I was talking about, my wife's family, they were saying, I don't give a fuck about you now. Now, now I know how to play you now. Yeah. So now my attitude about things, and I go about things differently. I don't... If, if I can't do it, I can't do it. If I don't have the money to do it, I can't materialize money. I don't yeah. have a, a tree in the backyard. If right. I can't do it, I can't do it. Yes. And, I, and, and I don't make no apologies about yes. it. Yeah. Uh, Damon G. joins on his Instagram and says, social media can actually kill people. Yes, it can. Yes. It really um, can. Dre, that thing, patience and all that kind of stuff, and letting go of stuff, which you were talking about, Shantae, letting go of not just people, but things. Yes. It can be so relieving, man. Yes. Just let go of some of your yes. burdens. It's not going to kill you. Matter of fact, it can add some years to yes. your life. Yes. It might be an adjustment. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sit here and act like it's all roses. I'm not. Most of the viewers know I'm not on social media. haven't been for a few years. It was an adjustment, but you get to a point and it's like, oh, my God. Like, you feel like all of a sudden your air, your lungs are filled with oxygen, mm-hmm. like pure oxygen. You know what I'm doing that way right now? Fucking music, man. Yeah. Like, People have convinced me, oh, don't let it go, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, I'm like, are y'all really helping me become successful? Right. Most of these people. Right. And it's like, this is a, the longest, most tumultuous relationship I've had with music and the music industry. And to get to the point where I'm like, you know what? I don't care to be to be like a rap star. I don't. <laughs> I never really did. But, but right. the thing that kept me going, Dre, was wanting to, knowing that I had dope music. Yes. And feeling like it should be, people need to hear this. I hear people listen to this dumb shit, and it's mm-hmm. like, this is better than that. Y'all need to hear it. Yeah. But not me wanting to be on stage and yeah. perform and wanting to be I'm a star, right? Not. not me personally. It was never about me. Right. It was about them. It was more about everybody else. And that was a frustrating thing. It's like, y'all don't realize what y'all doing. Like, stop it. Wake up. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you need to be exposed to not even just my music, but stuff people who yeah. do stuff like me, right? Yeah. To get to a point where I don't care no more, Yeah. that's that's like... Like I'm, I'm still getting there, but it's like peace of mind is everything. Yes, peace like I don't give it. I don't care no more. Peace man. of mind is everything. I think like, that- like a young lady who's trying to manage me, like she wants me to perform and uh, <laughs> perform at the show. She doing. I know you don't want to do this. <laughs> I already know. And she like really convinced. No, back in the day, I would be like, yeah, yeah you know, go. I need to get I exposed. And, you know, I but now I'm like, I don't let. I'll let these whoever doing the music now, y'all. That's what y'all want. Go ahead and deal with that. To to not have to deal with that no more. Just now, be able to focus more on the podcast. Yeah. It's just. You can breathe easy and, yeah. and to connect that to what y'all saying, you can do that with people. You can do that with a lot of things. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, and that just goes, that ties perfectly right back into a point that Dre brought up early on. It's the pressures. 
there's so much pressure. You don't have that pressure that you put on yourself when it comes to music. The world of music isn't putting that pressure on you. Yeah. And you can breathe easy. Dame, Dame uh, joins and said, but this is why they created this metaverse because people don't want to deal with their real life. Look at Dame spitting facts. But, but I have to keep preaching that to my kids. Let that shit go if you can't control it. Yep. Make like Elsa and let it go. All right. We're going to end our show right there. We, this is a topic that could go on for a long time, like a lot right. of our topics. But we're going to right there because we about, you know, right, going around an hour mark. Um, yeah. So thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. Make sure you support what we're doing. Y- y'all hear the content. Make sure you're sharing what we do with everybody and looking out in that way. Don't just keep it. Just safeguard it for yourself. Share what we're doing. I wanted to say something real quick. To anybody out there who is struggling this week we just had the unfortunate news of um chesley who i can't remember her last name who um committed suicide oh, in new york oh, is her name oh it's chelsea was, it's chesley she was a miss yes. oh, yes. she jumped off the yes um and one comment i keep seeing people say is like we wouldn't have known if you're somebody who is struggling please know that you don't have to struggle in silence right right and just be kinder to each other. Be there. If there's people in your life who you really care about, be there for them. My wife's cousin, she just came from back from Detroit because her younger cousin committed suicide. Mm. That's so sad. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you double that, what she said, just said. Um, make sure you support what we're doing on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash Taji Akib, T-A-J-I-A-Q-I-B, or just go to TajiAkib.com. Again, T-A-J-I-A-Q-I-B, and you'll see all the links to everything. Just a part of Taji Aki brand, including this podcast, and um, you know the links to how you can support us on Patreon and even Cash App. Uh, let me give a shout out to to all my Patreon supporters who really, you know, for real, for real, most of them supporting don't really give a damn about anything. We talked about that earlier. People who give yeah. selflessly, you don't even know. That they don't even want perks. perks. On. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't even know that. <laughs> they just want to see me to see me be successful. You know what I'm saying? They feel like the message needs to be out and that's why they support. Even the ones who joined for like a dollar for a couple months and, and stopped. They did something. Like I said earlier, like it's the gesture. To me, that, that matters a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's how you can support. Again, make sure you share everything we're doing and uh, that's it. For Taji Aki, Shantae, Dre, peace. We out. Two fingers, one love. Yeah. Some say I'm too outspoken, time to be on some other bitch Cancer shook, scared to quote it, bloggers don't want to publish it Rather be that than a token, y'all dudes be on some rubbish shit Trying to get that all in the open, on the table for expunging it I'm C-shunning it, fuck it, either way they ain't touching it Either way, all I want is scholarly pundits discussing it I'm the hub of the mothership, but don't budge unless I budget it Take orders from no man, I do what the hell I want with it Y'all skate the lines, I rape the line, busting it, erase the line Draw it over and sign it, so next time you know who create the lines Display the lies, they try to twist it and say it's Satanized now I'm busy trying to twist it back around until we stabilize.